Hello everyone and welcome to my life. Um, My name is Julia and I am the host of this podcast. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about um, just having a lack mindset and how I am slowly moving out of it and how you can too. Um, And there's a lot more to it than just what you would think when somebody talks about or mentions lack mindset you know so first of all happy valentine's day um i'm recording this on valentine's day but when you hear it it'll be sunday so almost a week uh past it but i hope you enjoyed it with somebody you love and whether it be a partner a friend or yourself or your fur babies i hope you had a great day if you love chocolate, I hope you ate some chocolate. Um, but yeah, I'm having a really good day today. I um, I went to the gym this morning and I destroyed my legs um, because it was leg day. Anyway, that's besides the point. We're not we're not talking about fitness right now. So having a lack mindset. I growing up. I was the type to always be like, oh, you got to save your best perfume for when you're going to like a special place. You got to save your best outfit for when you're going somewhere special. You got to save, save this for something. Just save something for something. It was never like, oh, I'm going to put my best perfume on right now just because I want to smell good. It was always, no, you have to save it for a special day. You have to save everything for a special day. And also, it was a thing of, eh, I guess we'll, we'll get into that later. But I never really just enjoyed things because I was always thinking, oh no, I'm going to need it later, so let me save it for later. Like, whether it be an outfit, a perfume, or literally even food. I remember um, for literally most of my life until literally this year (laughs) and maybe like December of last year is when I realized that I don't eat my food because I convince myself that I'm gonna want it later and so I should save it for later when I want to eat it so I can have it and then I don't end up eating it at all and it just goes bad and I just waste so much food that way and I noticed that I did this because I was buying fruit. There was one specific day where I realized this. I bought pears. Ew, I feel like I say that word wrong. A pear, a pear, right, I bought pears. Right, I think that's how you say it, right, pears? Anyway, I bought it, I bought like four or five. And then I was like, oh, I kind of want to eat one. I grabbed one to like wash and eat. And then I was like, no, I should save it because if I want it tomorrow, then it'll be one less that I'll have. And then I was like, girl, what the fuck? You literally bought these so you could eat them. If you want to eat one right now, grab it, wash it and eat it right now. Why are you saving it for later when you literally have four more in the basket? Why? I don't know. And I was talking to my cousin about this. Because I mentioned it to her and she told me how she does the same thing. She said whenever she's like making a sandwich, if she has like a piece of ham, she will literally like only use one piece instead of like two or three 
or however many she wants to use just because she's like no i need to only use one because if i want it later i'm not gonna have it if i use two pieces of ham right now and i was like oh my gosh and she was saying it comes from your childhood and i was like you know what that actually makes a lot of sense because like growing up they would always tell me to like prepare for the worst prepare for like oh there was always like a what if like everyone just kind of lived in fear and there was like so much fear instilled into your life that you just always prepared for the worst because you just had to be ready and i feel like this also played a big part into like my anxiety because i used to come up with what if scenarios just for fun (laughs) i used to stress myself out just for fun and obviously it's not fun but like i would literally just do it as a game like i would be like oh you know like i just i just want to make sure i'm ready for anything no i was literally it was literally just anxiety and i was literally just stressing myself out for no reason at all but what i'm getting at is growing up in my specific culture and growing up in cape verde too my country where i'm from it was just everyone just lived in a lack mindset everyone was like just thinking there wasn't enough to go around so you had to like basically like save everything that you have now and not even enjoy it just because you have to save it and so even with food like um i moved to my aunt's house and so i don't know like she always she always like I could eat whatever I wanted like I I don't think I felt like like I couldn't eat something there I don't think I ever did because there was always food there was always like I could always eat whatever but I feel like because her whole like husband situation I feel like because of that I always felt like I don't know like I I was never comfortable I was never comfortable there so like whatever I did whatever like I just was never comfortable so I'm wondering if it like comes from I don't know but I don't remember ever feeling like I couldn't eat something when I was there or like I you know so I don't know I don't know where it comes from I literally don't know where it comes from like specifically with food is what I'm saying I don't know where it comes from but maybe it doesn't come from just food maybe it just comes from other beliefs that transferred onto food you know because I would literally just open the fridge see something and then be like oh i really want to eat it right now but i'm not going to because what if i want to eat it tomorrow then i won't have it like what do you know how much food i used to waste like literally when that pear situation happened i looked at myself and i was like what are you doing like literally it just clicked and i was like why do i do this and so now every time i want to eat something that thought of like no save it for later comes and i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm, we're not doing this we're gonna eat it now because we want to eat it now and so i'm wasting a lot less food because i'm actually eating what i buy which is crazy to say because it should be just a basic thing but it's it's really not i'm actually eating what i buy and so i'm not wasteful or as wasteful and it just feels so good to just satisfy my needs whenever the need shows itself instead of 
preparing for later or trying to predict what I'm going to feel later, what desire or craving I'm going to have later and thinking I need to satisfy that craving that I'm going to have later instead of satisfying the craving that I have now. And I feel like it also comes from like me never really like living in the present. Like I feel like I was I was so anxious. Um not saying that I'm not now. Like before I was like 99% anxiety. Now I'm like maybe like 10%, which is huge for me because literally when I tell you I would come up with what if scenarios just for fun when I tell you I would sit in my house and be like hmm what's the worst thing that could happen let's imagine that for a second like I feel like I used to just always be like I need to stay ready (laughs) stay ready so you don't gotta get ready (laughs) no (laughs) but literally like I just used to be so negative so negative and obviously i'm not shitting on my old self because she got me to the person that i am today she fought for me and and the reason why i am like i have this mentality that i have is because old me fought for this fought so that i can experience this right now so that i can experience this version of myself so i am very grateful for her but it's also like girly damn you had a lot going on up there i still do but a lot less like i remember i guess we're turning to an anxiety episode but i remember just being in my head so much all the time like i would always just think people were saying something like people were thinking mean things about me i was always thinking and this also i want to give myself some um some grace here because i did get into a car accident that made my anxiety way worse and i and i actually developed ptsd from that car accident um which before that i thought ptsd was a thing that you could only get from like going to war and then i had a psychiatrist and a psychologist tell me no sissy poo that is ptsd and i was like huh from a car accident but yes sister it's very possible and so after that everything was just so much worse like i was just living my life thinking i was gonna die any second i could not get in a car for a minute like i had to be driving because during the accident i wasn't driving but i had to be driving anywhere that i went and if i wasn't driving i'd be freaking out in the passenger seat i think i shared the story before but i remember vividly this one day my mom was driving and i was in the passenger seat and i literally had to cup my ears bring the seat all the way back close my eyes and just turn up the music so i couldn't hear i couldn't see anything because if i saw a car coming at me i would be like yep this is this is my time to go i'm gonna die now because they're gonna hit us like if i saw any car coming i'd feel my body tense up and get ready for collision if I, if I heard a car beeping or anything, I'd be like, oh my God, like get your body ready because they're coming for you. You're going to die. I remember it was 4th of July. I'm pretty sure I shared the story before. It was 4th of July and fireworks, like, you know, obviously people like pop fireworks 
throw fireworks i don't know what the term is but you know fireworks and i was like you can't go to sleep because one of these is going to hit your house and it's going to catch on fire you're most likely going to die so you have to stay up just in case it catches on fire so you can leave wake your mom up and you guys can leave so you don't both die in here and burn to death (laughs) that's nuts that's crazy that's literally like what not saying i was crazy but i'm saying like just thinking like that is just so sad and it's just damn it was just so intense and exhausting for because my brain was just on all the time and i just literally could not shut it off could not shut it off i did not know how to i didn't even know that i could and now i i'm a lot better at just knowing when i'm spiraling and then putting a stop to it sometimes i spiral 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 and i'm just thinking 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 and then i'm like hold on let's take a break like now i can identify when i'm spiraling instead of just letting myself spiral yes i still like my brain goes on and on and on and on and on but i'm better equipped to pause it notice when it's going crazy notice when there's a lot of chatter up there and and putting a stop to it i'm also more aware of my body and i'm trying to like i said in the last episode i'm trying to be more in my body be more present is what i'm saying like i could literally bring my awareness to my left earlobe that's how good i am (laughs) um and that that comes with like a lot of practice a lot of just being aware just being aware instead of just letting your mind just do its thing because you're in control you're always in control um okay back to the lack mindset i used to always think that there wasn't enough to go around i used to always think that (laughs) like literally that there wasn't enough to go around i remember um in college freshman year there was an opportunity it was like a some like an internship that you had to apply for and my friend told me about the opportunity and i was like oh my gosh great let me apply and then i was like oh but don't tell anyone else about it though because then if they apply then there's less chances of me of me getting it and now that i think of it and i'm like damn that's again not shitting on my old self but like damn that's such a sucky way to think that like that like I have to take or or not give someone the opportunity just because it decreases my chances because really if something is for you nothing nothing will get in the way nothing will get in the way if something is for you what's for you will not pass you by if something is meant for you it'll come to you no matter how long it takes no matter how how you might think you not you don't deserve it what is for you will not pass you by and so it was just just sad for me to th- think that i had to like keep opportunities from other people just so i could have them when really like that's it's not really how it works because if someone if someone is meant to have that opportunity there's nothing that i could do <laughs> to prevent them from having it and literally like 
I I just used to like gatekeep. <laughs> Is that the right word? I don't even know how to use that word. But like I, I just used to like think there wasn't enough to go around. I used to always think everything was limited that, oh, I'm happy today, but like tomorrow I bet I won't be. That's how I used to think. And it's just, I like, it's also like I journal a lot. So it's nice to go back to my journals and then just read and see who I was, see who, yeah, like who I was, what I was thinking, what I was feeling, what my mentality was, and just being like, you have grown so fucking much. Because frankly, if I'm very compassionate to myself, I give myself a lot of grace, I love on myself even past versions of me that now i think are very fucking annoying very fucking annoying i still show love to all parts of me simba don't bite me i still show love to all parts of me because i all deserve love they all deserve to be seen they all deserve to be praised they all deserve everything good their this world has to offer and it is my job now to give that to them to give them the love to make them feel seen to make them feel heard and appreciated and like they matter you know it's my job to do that now and so but damn if i don't know but like if somebody now was coming up to me talking the way that my old self used to talk i'd be like girl you're so fucking annoying damn yes i I can still think i was annoying and still like give love to myself because there's a reason why that was happening there's there's a lot of stuff that was happening in my life that caused me not caused me but like brought out that version of me you know and so i have to just be mindful of that but damn (laughs) like i just look back and i'm like oh my gosh like this is really what i would think this is really what was going on in my life that's crazy. And a lot of that comes from, I loved being the victim. I loved being like, poor me, blah, 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 me. This is happening to me. Why me? Why me? And then it wasn't until I started taking responsibility for my own life that things actually started getting better. It wasn't until I started realizing that, no, I'm in control. If something is bothering me, I have the power to leave. If something is not going the way that I want it to, I have the power to change it. If I'm, if the way I'm thinking isn't serving me right now, I have the power to change it. And before, I, I just felt so powerless. I felt like things were happening to me and not like I had a say in anything. Not like I could change anything. Not like I had an impact on anything. Because for most of my life, everything just happened to me. Like I was a helpless child. Literally. Like my mom left and i had no say in it my dad left and i had no say in it i was also way younger so and then i literally had to move to a person's house that i did not like and i had no say in it and i had to stay there for who knows how long i didn't know how long it was going to be and i had no say in it and then i came to america and i had no say in it so I felt very powerless for a lot of my life and I carried that version of me and I care and I held on to that story. I made that story my life. I created my whole entire identity from that story. 
And so I believed that I was still powerless. I believed that I still didn't have a say in anything. And I believed that things were still happening to me because I had no power. And so what did I do? I became obsessed with controlling literally everything because for most of my life, things happened to me that I had no control over, that I had no say on. And so what did I do? I decided that I was going to control every single thing about my life because if I could control every single thing about my life, then A, I would be in control and B, I would know exactly what was coming and when it would come and how it would get there and how it would, you know, come because I'd be in control and then nobody could do something to me, not do something to me, but like nobody could just do things that would affect me without my say so like I had I felt like I had so little power growing up that I just became obsessed with power obsessed with having power over my life and obsessed with controlling everything my biggest fear used to be change my biggest fear used to be change I was terrified of moving of this of that like if and I feel like this is why too like everyone that like I lost like friendships like remember the best friend that I was talking about um the very very literally the first episode her leaving what like had such a big impact on me because that was a huge change that was a huge change for me and I hated it I hated change and I was like so like what's gonna happen to my life now like who am I gonna be friends with like who am I gonna talk to who am I gonna this who am I gonna that and it was just so much and I just spiraled 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 into a deep dark depression the deepest darkest depression of my life (laughs) and and then my grandmother died change I had no control over it obviously and so it was like another big change while the the other losing my best friend change was happening at the same time and I was just like oh my god what the fuck is happening like who am I and then I feel like that kind of brought me back to the whole feeling like a powerless little kid because I feel like whenever that whole thing was happening I feel like I just felt like a little kid hugging her knees to her like my knees to chest hugging my knees um sitting in a dark corner crying terrified that's how I felt that whole time because I was like I don't know what's coming next I don't know what's coming next and so that terrified me because I felt like that helpless little kid again I had no idea what was happening what was going to happen because I wasn't in control anymore and I feel like I don't know I I I have to journal more about it to to specifically figure out how how I snapped out of it. But I will say, um, I'm so grateful that now I love change. I crave change. I literally moved to a whole different state where I don't know anyone. I like can pick up and go and do whatever. I can just go on a trip. I can just do anything. Anything can happen to me and I will be okay. I will be okay. Because things don't happen to me anymore. They happen for me. Like I told you, I'm literally the main character of my life. If the sun is shining, I'm like, wow, how nice of it was. How nice of it of the sun to shine for me right now. 
Like literally, I little tangent. I woke up at 5:45 today. I was supposed to get out of my house by like 6:10 to go to the gym, but I ended up leaving at like 6:20. And then I was like, "Wow, how nice of it of the universe to, you know, stall me a little bit just so I could see the sun rising on my way to to the gym." Literally. <laughs> I'm the main character of my life because you are the main character of your life. You're not the main character in anybody else's life and nobody is the main character in your life. You are. So act like it. Act like it. That's the biggest, most important job you have ever been given. So do your best at it. Appreciate it. Embody it completely. Live it. Do whatever you need to do, but be the main character of your life um but yeah i i don't know i don't know what this episode turned into like what um (laughs) but yeah and also going back to the living in the lack mindset part i feel like um can you hear my cat purring i hope you could um (laughs) i feel like to step out of that lack mindset, I had to focus. I had to. I had to shift my focus. Shift my focus from there isn't enough to go to go around to no. Yes, there is. There is way more than enough to go around, and whatever I I want, I can have. Just shifting my mindset to that. And how did it start? With little things like whenever money would come to me unexpectedly i'd be like oh my gosh look at me a money magnet thank you universe for bringing me this money and for you know blessing me with this money whenever any type of opportunity whether it be like i don't know a phone call from somebody that i haven't heard from in a while i'd be like oh my gosh like thank you universe for making this person call me and us talking after not talking for a little bit it was nice it was a nice conversation it was good to catch up whether it be like an opportunity that i wasn't expecting oh my gosh thank you universe for always bringing me opportunities and for always blessing me with endless abundance of opportunities and that i don't know that are gonna enhance my life (laughs) like literally appreciate the little things because they will get bigger there will be more to appreciate the more appreciative you are. And so, like, start shifting your mindset from there isn't enough to go around to there is. And start looking for the abundance in your everyday life and every little thing and every little interaction. And then you will see that there is more abundance. What you focus on expands. So try to focus on things you want to expand. If you want to focus on... If you if you want... um abundance to expand focus on every single hint of abundance in your life in your day-to-day in all of your interactions and all of your experiences what the what the heck is going on with this cat (laughs) if you want to focus on how sad you are go for it but just know the more you focus on it the more sad you will get you are not the victim you are in control. You have the power to change your situation. Obviously, I know that some situations are way harder than others. And, uh, you know, I'm aware of that. But what I'm saying is, as far as to me, with what I went through, I had to shift 
my mindset from I'm not the victim. I'm not the victim in my story because I victimized myself. I made it seem like, oh my gosh, like poor me, blah, blah, blah. No. I was just, it was just easier than taking responsibility, taking accountability and being like, you know what? No, I'm not going to let this affect me anymore. And I'm not saying if somebody wrongs you that you're not the victim. I'm saying you are the, you're not the victim of, okay, so let me, let me explain this clearly. If somebody wrongs you, right? And then you go your entire life feeling so mad of about that person feeling so mad about something that literally already happened that you have no control over then you're victimizing yourself that person made you a victim by whatever they did to you but you continue to carry on that victim identity by saying by thinking and being in this whole poor me why me why me mentality no you have the power to change whatever you want obviously it is easier for some than others because everyone's circumstances are different but you are in control take back your power take back the control because it's yours you are the creator of your life you are the creator of your reality so act like it um I don't know. I feel like I could just talk on and on and on, but I'm not going to because I have no idea where this is going <laughs> at this point. Um, but it was nice to just like brain dump, I guess. Um, I didn't want to plan this episode because I just wanted to talk about whatever came to me and I liked what I talked about. So I hope you liked it too. Um, we are going to end this now. If you would like to watch this episode like the video of it i will upload it to youtube um and then i'll put the link in the description so you can watch it if you want um you can see my cute little kitty um my cat uh i think that sounded kind of weird my kitten my literal animal cat um he's here with his face buried in between my leg and the couch don't know why and he's purring okay (laughs) um thank you for listening thank you for being here i appreciate you for giving me this platform where i can share about my life and my thoughts and whatever else is up here um thank you for coming back for another week if you would like please leave a five-star review and write something write um about i don't know how you're liking the podcast what you like don't like Uh, anything you want to see or hear, I guess, um, any feedback, any praise, any constructive criticism, anything. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you guys next Sunday. Bye.